Welcome to the Disney Points Podcast, where our goal is to help you take that dream Disney vacation without blowing through your savings. With ticket costs and hotel prices constantly on the rise, we want to show you what's possible when you introduce credit card points and miles to the Disney equation. I'm Kim Shearer, and you can find me on my blog, vacationpointers.com, or at my Instagram account, at vacation underscore pointers. And I'm Sam Holland, and you can find me on the web at almostfreetraveling.com, or on Instagram at Almost Free Traveling. And now, this is the Disney Points Podcast. Okay, okay Kim, I'm back from Orlando and we have a whole, I need to tell you all about my trip, my birthday yeah, month so trip to I Disney to World. I know. But first, there's an urgent topic we need to discuss today. Southwest released a new companion fair offer. And I'd love to learn about it from you and try to figure out if I should go for it. All right. Yeah. It's, it's the, the biggest news today. I woke up this morning and Southwest had released the latest promo offer on their Chase Southwest cards. Um, so there's three personal cards and all three of them right now have a welcome offer where if you spend $4,000 in the first three months, they will give you a companion pass that's good from the time you earn the bonus through the end of February of 2024. And they'll give you 30,000 rapid reward points. So it's like a two-part bonus. You get the companion pass, and then you also get 30,000 points. So a decent deal. Um, I think some people might benefit from it, like people who don't really want to open a business card or maybe don't qualify for a business card. Um, Good but point. But really, yeah, I... but. I would probably advise almost most people to go for it the traditional way, which would include a business card sign up and a personal card sign up because you end up with so many more points that way um, because you get the 80,000 points from the business and then you get 50,000 points from the personal card. So in the end, you have at least about 135,000 points to then book your flights with and then also get a free companion fare. So you can kind of like it's you just have so much more to work with. But like I said, if you're someone who doesn't want to open a business card, this would be a way to like get it pretty quickly and with just one credit card. Or if you're someone who pays cash for their fares and just would like to have a free a free ticket to go with it, then that's a great deal. But I don't know, Sam, what do you think about it? Well, that was helpful for me to listen to you explain. So I think for us, I mean, and just for context, we mm -hmm. have flown Alaska for a long time and had status on them and had had their cardholder companion fare benefit, which has just recently been devalued. And so we have been, well, we, I have been looking at the Southwest Companion Pass and trying to figure out if it's something that we will add in to our plan. So when this came up today, I, I thought, ooh, is this my chance? But when I listened to you talk about it and I realized in order to keep a perpetual Southwest Companion Pass for my family, my husband and I would have to go back and forth every year on an offer like this. And that would take up too much room in our 524, I think. Mm, so point. it makes sense to do it the way you do it and the way I know other people do it, which is you go back and forth every two years. Yeah, about every two years. So I'll, I got mine... Well, let me backtrack. Ross got his at the end of last year, so the end of 22. 
And now he has it for all this year and all of the next year. And then I'll start working on a new one after the 24 months has passed since I earned the bonus last time, which was like the end of 2021. So that would put me at the, like, kind of towards the beginning of next year. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it doesn't, it's not an, it's not an exact every two years, but it's pretty close. So yeah, that's kind of how we do it. Um, but something I was thinking that it might still be a good deal for somebody like you is like, if you, one of you were to get the card now, it doesn't disqualify you from earning the traditional companion pass where like, if you were to still decide later in the year that you want to get the business card, you could apply for that. And then you would need a little bit of additional spending to get those extra points to get you to the 125,000 point threshold, which is where you earn the companion pass. Um, you could do that later in the year, but then kind of have a jump start on like you would you can have the companion pass now or once you finish the minimum spend on the personal card. Am I making sense? Yeah, no, that absolutely makes sense because if I were going to so what you're saying is if I were going to go for the traditional two year companion pass mm -hmm. at the end of this year, I would open a personal and a business Southwest card and then arrange it so that all the points hit my account in January of 2024. So well, if I'm going to do that anyway, I might as well open the personal card now? No. Okay. So what, well, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting mixed up. So if, let's say that you wanted to take advantage of this offer right now. You could go ahead mm -hmm. and do that card, do this personal card, get the 30,000 points, get the companion pass that's good through February of next year. Then if you still wanted to work on getting it for this year and next year, uh, like the one that would be expiring next December of 2024, mm -hmm. you could still earn more points this year and it would extend it for you past that February date that this mm -hmm. promotional offer is good until through the end of December instead of February. Does that make sense? So like you could earn the companion pass temporarily for a year um, with just this one card, but then if you somehow are able to earn more points throughout this year, it would extend it through the end of next year. Oh, that's right. Because, because the points wouldn't all be hitting my account January of next year. Right. Or, in I see. There's other options. I mean, there's not like, it's not like if you get this personal card now, you're exempt from getting it next year. You would just have to go about it a different way because you can't, right. you can't earn more than one personal bonus in less than 24 months. So personal cards are out for you if you were to, get the card now but what you could do is get two business cards because they do allow you to earn a bonus on more than one business card and there are two options to apply for so if you wanted to do that at the end of next year and then try to do the traditional thing where you apply at the close to the end of the year and then don't earn the points until the beginning of the year like january february you could still do that like that wouldn't entirely disqualify you from doing that later so really, it's just flexible. There's there's lots yeah, of ways to options. do it. Okay, yeah. and this is kind of a slam dunk for getting it for a year. Right. It's a an easy one card kind of a thing. Doesn't so, come with a lot of points. Rapid rewards. Yeah, and that's the part that I would hesitate. Like thirty thousand points might get you one round trip flight to most mm -hmm. places in the in the U.S. Um, I mean, maybe if you found a really good deal, you could get two round trips out of that. But 
Yeah. More than likely just one. Well, and here's my free fare. Well, yeah. So here's my other dilemma. I was literally just about to open up the application to apply for (laughs) another ink business card. Okay. Because it's been 90 days. It's been 90 90 days. It's been over 90 days. And I have the ink business cash. Okay. And Darren, 45 days after I got the cash, he got the ink business unlimited. I referred him. And so now he is going to refer me to open the ink business unlimited. Okay. And it's still the best offer out there. So I just it is. think I just think I need to. It's so it's so many ultimate I mean I have so many ultimate rewards right now. I'm so happy. If you were somebody in my DMs asking me that question, like which one you should get, I would say go for the ink. Yeah. It's okay. just a lot of points. Yeah. It is. And that is. offer is probably going to go away soon. And the Southwest it just seems like it probably will. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard rumors mid-February. It's just hard to, it's hard to say. There's no concrete date yet. But okay. we do know the end for this Southwest promo is going to be March 13th. So you'd have a little bit of time to decide if you really wanted it. Okay, good point. Yeah, I had a friend in my DMs who was saying, so I posted the Southwest deal today i posted someone else's beth's reel mm-hmm. from v family travel on points and i said "Ooh, tempting and one of my friends came in my dms and said oh but i just opened an ink but she is paying her taxes on it so she's gonna hit her spend pretty fast and then yep. you only have to wait 30 days really between business and personal cards with chase so she could still she said i still might be able to get in on this deal yeah. And actually I've I think if you're if you were gonna apply for more than one business card, I would wait. You can't do mm-hmm. that within thirty days, but like mm-hmm. a business and a personal, I think there's a little bit more grace. It's probably fine to. unless you've really unless your velocity with the bank is crazy. Oh or yeah. Something. Oh, I would definitely wouldn't do that if you're like if thirty days before the last card yeah. you had recently applied for one like i would definitely put some more space in between but yeah if you, it's been like six months and you that that was the most recent card i think you'd be okay okay all right well we'll make sure that we put all three of these offers the southwest all three uh card options in the show notes and then the offers to the ink cards as well because i mean those are kind of the exciting offers to be paying attention to right now all good options Oh, something else, Sam, that we should talk about is there's th- the three different kinds of cards that you yeah. that you can pick from with Southwest. Mm-hmm. They all vary in annual fee cost. The lowest one is $69, I think. Mm-hmm. The middle tier one is $99, and the highest tier is $149. I would just, like, eliminate the middle one. Like, there's really just no reason. There's no benefit of getting that one. I would either choose between the $69 one and the $149 one. Um, the more expensive one has a $75 annual Southwest credit that you can use to book flights with. So once you factor that in, it's like, it's basically the same. It's like a $75 annual fee, but it also comes with four upgraded boardings each year. So those are pretty valuable. That means that you get to board within between um, A1 through 15. Just like you get the first dibs at seats. Um, mm-hmm. So that comes with four of those every year. So really they're kind of even. The other one, the cheapest one, uh, has no 
travel credit, but it also has two early bird boardings. So that means that it'll like check you in early. So I think that puts you between A15 and A30. Oh, so nice. yeah, it's nice. We those like are that. nice things to have, but I would pick between one of those two. That's so helpful. And can people contact you if they need you to walk them through this? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Oh, and what's your new handle on Instagram? Now oh, might yeah. be a good time to share. I changed my name, Sam. What is it? Um, my new handle is at vacation underscore pointers. <laughs> Somebody else had it without the underscore. But at vacation you know. underscore pointers. Get it? But if you just start typing vacation pointers in, you'll see that I'm It'll the only out. one with a face. The yeah. other one has a has no face. So Oh got it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, if you need help with a Southwest Companion Pass, Kim is your person. Go make sure you're following her on Instagram. You can DM her and she can walk you through all the different options. And then please use our links when you open oh, cards. Yeah. We're so grateful when you do. It's just a way to show your support. It doesn't cost you anything. And it's the only way that we get paid for all of our free content. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, thanks. All right, should all right, we talk Sam. about my trip? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should. I think we should. The people need to know. All right, well, tell us about it. How'd you get there? Yeah, well, we, um, first of all, this was originally going to be my birthday trip. So I looked at the calendar and realized that my birthday was on a Wednesday, late in February. And mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to stay at a deluxe resort and go to Magic Kingdom on a Wednesday. So that I got, I qualified for the extra evening hours. And so I thought, oh, I'll go on my birthday. So I actually started booking it for my birthday week. But what I found was the crowd calendar was saying it was going to be really busy. There wasn't a lot of availability at the Swan Dolphin and Swan Reserve. And the availability I found was pretty expensive. And also because of a special event they had going, um, there, there was something going on that week at Magic Kingdom. And they actually had moved their extra evening hours to Tuesday. So then oh. I looked at the extra evening hour calendar and... This is an important note. Magic Kingdom switches back and forth between Tuesday and Wednesday based on other special after hours events they have going that week. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so I'm check, glad check I looked that up. Yeah, for sure. Look that up. The Epcot extra evening hours are always on Monday, but the Magic Kingdom ones switch back and forth. So I started searching around, looking at crowd calendars, looking at flights, looking at rooms, and Darren ended up having meetings the last week of January, the first week of February. So we everything lined up for us to go that week instead. And because I knew I would be in Magic Kingdom on February 1st, I just called it my birthday month trip. But I didn't get the button or do any of the birthday things. So I'll, I'll have to go back. You totally could have. I know. I can't. I there are certain things I just cannot I know. I know. I even about. felt weird when my son wore the his button the day after his birthday, and I think he felt a little weird too <laughs> cuz everybody says happy birthday. And he's like, oh. it's not my birthday, mom. Everyone has certain rules they don't want to break, and mine is I like I just would have felt like I was living a lie the whole day. So instead, <laughs> I just 
told myself I, this is your birthday yeah. month trip it's fine i appreciate that about you yeah so we flew down on alaska which we almost always do there's a nonstop flight between portland and orlando which is incredible there's actually two they just added a red eye and uh, where you it <laughs> i haven't taken it and i don't know if i will Sounds but horrible. it's so cheap it's like 150 dollars Oh. To fly all the way from Portland to Orlando, which is an incredible deal because we earn 5,000 Alaska miles each every time we fly round trip to Orlando. Because of the distance. Yeah, it's so it's far. Yeah. So the fact that there's a really cheap way to earn that many points is kind of incredible. And um, we actually earn more than that because we both have status or are renewing our status right now when we have status there's a multiplier so we earn even more anyway it's definitely a sweet spot that red eye well, hey, and so I... <laughs> it saves you on a hotel night <laughs> that's the other thing it's like kind of a hack in itself just to take a red eye but you know the older you get it's so hard on your yeah person maybe if it was a lay flat <laughs> i know right but yeah I don't yeah know about those economy seats yeah, well, sometimes we upgraded to first class, but like I said, we are between status right now. We're trying to renew it by April. They extended our window of how long, of renewing our status, but right now we don't have Darren's MVP Gold 75K, so we flew in economy. <laughs> it's a very Damn, long I've only flight. flown in first class like once in my life. Just, Every time I nice. see you post that you got upgraded, I'm like, that's lucky. Yeah, it was happening a lot. I was trying to go to Orlando every time I could with Darren, but I'm so glad I went, obviously. And we saved $400 by using our annual companion fare from one of our Alaska cards. It's great. So it's a great savings for something like a transcontinental flight or Mexico or Hawaii. That's usually how we use our companion fares. Sadly, Alaska has devalued their companion fares. So for new card holders, you have to spend $6,000 annually to get a companion fare for the next year. Boo. Wait, 6000 Yeah. Is that what I said? Yeah. To get one companion fare? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Then Isn't you're taking away all that spend from like another card. Yeah. It's just, I don't think a lot of people are going to do it. Right, right yeah. now we're grandfathered in. If you already have the card, you're grandfathered in. You still just get an annual companion fare for holding the card and paying the annual fee. We'll okay. see if that stays. But Alaska, I'm mad at you if you're listening. It's not a good move. Are you, you going to break up with Alaska? Um, I can't break up with Alaska yet, but I'm flirting with Southwest Airlines. Okay. So Are there convenient flights from where you live? Do they fly no. to Southwest? That, no. no, that tells you how much the Alaska devaluation yeah. is bothering me. We'll see what happens. These are all to be continued problems, everyone. I mean, <laughs> it's just devaluations yes. just make hackers complain. That's all. I know because we all got spoiled with the free yeah. stuff. We were staying at a work, a Lake Nona other hotel, which I won't disclose because my husband's there a lot and I don't want everyone <laughs> stalking him. Just kidding. I know none of you would do that, but. We were, Kim knows the hotel because her husband stays there too, but so we stayed there, but then I would just drop Darren off at headquarters and go over to Disney property resort hop, which was super fun for a couple days. I did 
you know, Gideon's. I rope dropped Gideon's and got some cookies. Did you love your cookie? Yeah, they were so good. Yeah. They were so good. good. Would yeah. you wait more than 30 minutes for them? Um, I am not enough of a foodie to do that, right. but yeah. I'm glad I That's did. That's kind of how I was. Here's yeah. a hack. Here's a hack someone told me. Okay. Someone in line that I met. I love meeting people online and just learning who they are. So many of them are from New Jersey. So this guy was from New Jersey. They come <laughs> down funny. for a couple of weeks every single year. Um, they're DPC owners. And this is his hack for Gideon's. So he rope drops it on a weekday, like I did on a Monday. And you, if you rope drop it, which means you park in the orange garage at Disney Springs and you're in line for Gideon's around 930 because it opens okay. at 10, at least when I was there. Mm -hmm. um, and I was out of there by 1015 with cookies. So the entire process took about 45 minutes. So just still long. I know. I mean, but here's what you can do. They they have special evening cookies. <laughs> do you know this? This, this guy not knew the episode everything. I thought we were gonna record. <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna get to Marriott, but we've gotta talk about the evening cookies, okay? I wanna hear all about the evening cookies now. Yeah, there's a special <laughs> cookie and you can only get it in the evening. So what he does is he rope drops it and then after he leaves, he takes a number for the virtual queue. Because it oh, goes to a virtual queue later when the line gets long. But as soon as you have a virtual queue number, you can use it the rest of the day. You can just okay. come back anytime and use your virtual queue number to skip the oh, line. Oh, my goodness. Well, what's the cookie? It changes. Oh, all right. It's different all the time. They had this cake in there that I really wanted. It was peanut butter and jelly cake. But somebody messaged me about how the cake was like way better than the cookie. But I'm at, next time we have to get the peanut butter and jelly cake. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, um, this is, yeah. These are the important so, things. Rope truck Gideon's. Uh, and then I explored Wilderness Lodge and Animal Kingdom Lodge over the next couple of days. And it was great. And I have a ton of content to make about it. So make sure you're following me on Very Instagram. I'm almost free traveling. And then um, our park day was Wednesday. And we got up early at 7 a.m. and did the whole, you know, we got a, a virtual queue for for Cosmic Rewind. And then we bought a lightning lane for Cosmic Rewind. So even though we hadn't checked in to the Swan Reserve yet that day, our park day, we had a reservation for that night. It was in my Disney experience and it allowed us to purchase lightning lanes early. That's so it's kind of a hack. I mean, for what it's for worth. The day you they, check in. The whole, yeah. day, the whole day. They weren't sold out by the time everyone else would have been able to book them. I believe there were still some lightning lanes, but you just never know. Okay, so then we drove over to the Swan Reserve and checked in at 9 a.m. So I got out my Marriott bomb, what is it called? The Marriott Business Amex. Okay. Which is you like... I don't know if you know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he totally recognized me. He was like, oh, my gosh, oh, almost free traveling. No, he didn't. Yeah. Um, but he, he, Kim and I both have the Marriott Business Amex card. And holding the card gives you automatic Marriott Gold status. So I got the card out. And I said, do you have any complimentary upgrades that come with my gold status from my Marriott Business <laughs> Amex? And he said, let me look. 
I had emailed beforehand and, you you know, like a good hacker and Uh said, hey, can I can I have a complimentary upgrade? It's my birthday month. I'm so excited. Whatever. And they offered me a bunch of cash upgrade options that were all over $100 a night, but they were for suites and, you know, a suite with a view, all kinds of things. Okay. And they said, or you can just wait and see if there's one when you check in. Obviously, I said I was going to wait and see. He had supposedly, because I had the gold status, he gave, he upgraded my view and put me on the eighth floor. But he, because it was early in the day, he didn't have any king kings available. It was like two queens, but we didn't care. So we took that room. It was so nice to be able to check in before we went to the park. So we mm-hmm. went up to our room um took our free upgrade the view is awesome didn't you think i the saw view pictures so good? yeah it was actually i think better than mine you didn't have to I like get how it can be better than yours when yours is closer i don't know it was like we had to kind of like arch our neck a little bit to see epcot oh i see okay like we had to just look to the left but yours seemed like it was like right there it was pretty good i had some friends in my dms say that they had the hollywood studios view okay and they liked that too you can see tower of terror oh that's fun it's fantastic yeah. fireworks a couple little ones yeah mm-hmm. okay okay so it has like the few that shoot off at the end yeah i'd probably take the epcot view over the hollywood studios view but anyway yeah. um okay All so right, well, this they, was they gave it to you they gave they gave me the upgrade um this was a 400 dollar a night room I mean, the one I booked was four hundred dollars mm-hmm. a night, and if yeah, you want, yeah, what you think of the Swan Reserve? Oh, keep going. Sorry, I loved it. It's so I keep you, calling like, compared it Disney to the dolphin. Chic. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's well, it's new, and they did such a great job with all the windows. Hence the view that I post on Instagram. I mean, but you can't see in the windows, but you can see out of the windows. It's it's gorgeous. It's like a little. Well, it's autograph collection, Marriott, Marriott autograph collection. The other two are Sheraton and right. Weston, maybe. Yeah. The Swan and Dolphin. So they're nice, but new hotels always win. Well, you're talking me into going without my kids because I can't stay there unless I leave a kid at home. So I, think... I thought they slept five. I thought it was the same deal. Disney Point Gals said they you can book a room for five at Swan Reserve, but I haven't looked into what? it. All right. Well, maybe I'm wrong. We'll have to time. research and see. You can totally take your kids there. The pool deck was closed, um, but I don't know. It's it's a cute little pool, but I wanted to go to the beach at the Dolphin anyway. So it didn't matter to me that it was closed, but they don't post it on their website because they think it will confuse people that the all the pools are closed if they say oh, okay. the pool is closed. So just be warned if you have your heart set on that little, it's kind of a rooftop pool. Um at the Swan Reserve. But the way that I paid for it, like I said, was 50,000 Marriott points, which I was, if I went later in February, I was going to pay 65,000 points for a room at the Dolphin or maybe yeah. the Swan. Um, but the ro- <laughs> the rate was like an $1,800 a night room oh because goodness. there's a cr- some crazy group coming through or something. A crazy well, I feel big like this group. is a good time to say that, like, you kind of need to follow the deals because if you have like a certain week in mind, you might not be able to afford it with the kind of points mm-hmm. that you have. But if you mm-hmm. can be flexible and look at the flexible calendar, you can like look and see the nights where 
the points are the lowest that they require. So that's exactly. what we, I mean, that's how we ended up going the week we went because mm -hmm. I could go with the amount of points I had for those five that's nights. Right. And it was perfect. That's right. Yeah. And I mean, we still paid $75 because we paid the resort fee, which is 40 and we had a rental car. So we paid mm -hmm. $35 to park our car, but it does come with free parking at the parks. Yes. Okay. That's so good to know. yeah, that, that is good to know. We didn't use it, but we could have. And like we talked about in our last episode, and which we will keep repeating because these are just good dis Disney cards, there's multiple Marriott cards you can open to earn either free nights or points. The best one is mm -hmm. really the Chase Marriott Bonvoy Boundless because it comes, the welcome bonus is three free nights up to 50,000 points a night. So one of those, you know, would have paid for our night or we could have stayed three nights with that welcome bonus. Yeah, that's the one I would suggest as of today. Yeah, the other one is the Marriott Business Amex, which we both have and which gives us the gold status. So, mm -hmm. but we both opened it when it was elevated and got just a big chunk of, you know, more than 100,000 Marriott points. So you can watch that one and see if it yeah. goes. And we'll have a link for it in the show notes. Well, should we talk about tickets, Sam? Are you, do you have more yeah. you want to say about the hotel? Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, Sam, I know you used the conference ticket hack for this trip, which we talked about in its own episode, about three episodes back, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm curious to know what would the tickets have cost if you had bought them from Disney and what did you actually pay because you found this link? Yeah. Well, I learned this, you know, from that episode. It's called Hacking Disney Conference Tickets, basically, I think is what it's called. But, uh, Kim, you paved the way because you you're welcome. <laughs> took one for the team and tried it out <laughs> and didn't get arrested by the Disney police. So nope. I felt confident that I could do it, too. So, so I Googled my Disney group January 2023. Or February 2023. I can't remember because we were there both months. But And I just looked for a conference that was happening while I was there. And they had a public link. And I clicked through. And so on. And I pulled up Disney's website next to it. So I could compare the costs. And first of all, just oh, the sticker shock. It's so expensive to go to Disney, especially for one day. And this is why it we is. hack it. But basically for two one-day park hoppers straight through Disney, it was going to be $450. For two one-day? Yeah, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. I mean, Disney has tweaked things. Their prices have gone up and their tickets are um, dynamically priced now. So it just depends on when you go. And if you go for one day, it's always the most expensive. But whatever. It was going to be 450 but with the conference discount, I'm sorry, I don't remember exactly how much it was, but it was less than 350 It was between 300 and $350. And that was for a park hopper, and those always cost a little bit more. Yeah. That was a huge savings. That's great. Huge. Almost and 25%. Like yeah. And the savings go up, I think, as you stay, as you go more days. You yeah. Do you know, did you save, I know you said you saved $600. Was that 25%? Oh, that's a good question. It should have been 
This was before the price increase, which okay. happened like what, like uh, in December or something. Um, it should have been twenty nine hundred, and we paid twenty three hundred. So what is that? Okay. Okay. Right. So I saved over twenty five percent on the one day tickets. You saved about twenty percent, which makes sense because the price of Disney tickets go down so much the more days you go anyway. I was gonna say I think the Disney, um, the Disney Group links all have varying discounts like they because the ones i bought had the water parks included but i've since like gone back and looked at some and most of them don't have that included so um, i don't know if it just depends on the group you're like their length that you're booking through yeah good good question i haven't compared enough to know okay well so the disney convention tickets I think it's the biggest hack for Disney tickets out there. I mean, saving 20 to 25% is just unheard of. It just, there's no other way to do it. Yeah. And then when you combine that with discounted Disney gift cards. Oh my gosh. It's like amazing. So, And then if you, I mean, and then you could combine it with, I don't, if you want to, you can cash out your credit card points. It's not the best value, but if that's what you want to do. You could zero it out and they could be free. But um, I would just say read the fine print because I did stumble across a couple that said that the tickets were good for certain dates. Now, I don't know if they're just saying that because um, once we purchased our tickets, what you kind of think they're just saying that. Kind of, because I've read in like Facebook groups that I'm in that a mm-hmm. lot of them will have wording like that. But once you actually get the ticket, it'll say it expires like over a year. Like you That's... can use it anytime. Yeah. Okay. So mine didn't have fine print limiting the dates you could use the tickets. Mm-hmm. And when did they expire? Did you check? It was like December 31st of 2023. Like they were good through this year. Yeah. And I think mine were even through like part of next year. I just think this is kind of as long as you're not booking a room in the block of rooms for the conference, I think that it's just buying the tickets. Disney doesn't even seem to care that much. They're not checking up on it. Yeah. They're just happy that you're in the parks buying expensive merch if that's what you do or buying lightning lanes or I don't know, just people spending money in the parks is really how they make most of their money anyway, I think. So yeah, and one safety net, something that I thought to myself as I was buying these tickets and my heart was pounding and I had no idea what was going to happen, mm-hmm. was that even if for some reason I bought these tickets and it said that they um, like weren't good for like the mm-hmm. dates I was going to be there, like for some reason, um, that you could still apply them to another trip, you would just have to pay the difference, which would just mean yeah. you'd end up paying what you were going to pay anyway. Mm-hmm. But this was like worth the worth trying it. And it worked yeah. out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Just yep. to reassure anybody who's like, what will happen yeah. if something changes? Go for it. It so. works. And it mostly works at Walt Disney World. So, sorry, Disneyland. Yeah. This, this is a Disney World hack. But basically, went off without a hitch. We made a reservation at Epcot for that morning. We knew we wanted to park hop, but Epcot was first because of the virtual queue. We wanted to make sure we rode that ride, see if we could get more different songs, which we did. So that was fun. 
Um, we didn't buy Genie Plus for a couple reasons. Number one, the crowds were really low. The lines were not long, and we had seen That's on good. the crowd calendar it was a green day, and it was. Um, but also it, midweek, like a this, weekday? yeah. So it was a Wednesday, okay. February first, and um, we also knew that we didn't need to ride every ride. We've been at Walt Disney World a lot recently, and so there were specific rides we wanted to ride at each park. Um, and so, like I said, we grabbed the virtual queue for Cosmic Rewind. We brought bought individual lightning lanes for Cosmic Rewind for $14 each. And by the time we got to the park, our virtual queue had moved up. So that's another thing I would mention is that sometimes it'll say, oh, your boarding group is in this many minutes. But by the t ours moved up, I think, a full hour by the time we rode the ride. Maybe more. So we ended up riding it back to back virtual and then individual lightning lane uh, worth it you probably could have ridden later right like even if you showed up a little late yeah supposedly uh, the, the fine print says you can ride it for an hour after but yeah. anecdotally people say you can just show up anytime okay and they'll okay. let you in all right all right, Sam, I saw on your stories that you were having some technical problems. I want to hear about that. And maybe you can help somebody. We've had so this lingering. Yeah, I know. I really don't want anyone to go through what we've been going through every time we go to Disney. But basically, um, before multiple family members had my Disney experience, I had created IDs for them in my Disney account, like whatever it is, Disney.com or wherever you sign in and you assign people to tickets they had ids then they created their own my disney experience like teenagers they get their phones and then they're like wait i have my own id now oh, are you tracking uh, yeah we did this <sighs> the lingering id it's just it, it i don't know what it is but it's like oh the device can't forget the id or my disney experience we've tried so many things we've called disney but make sure you sort this out before your park day because what happened on our park day is my husband's old id was still hanging around and it was assigned to his ticket so we oh I, like to the wrong id yes yeah. and so there were just problems with our accounts in my disney experience and so i got the i got the virtual queue and he didn't which by the way, it's not a big deal because you can just, we went to guest services and they fixed it right when we got in the park, oh, found a blue tent, told them what happened. And they always say this one time, but they're super generous and they'll fix it for you. Okay. That's so good. yeah, I would just say, be really diligent about like, okay, I, um, I'm actually using the right ID, assigning it to this ticket. We have, my Disney experience has the right ID in it. And then you do this, we don't use Magic Band, so we create Magic Mobile passes. And it just wouldn't forget my husband's old pass. So then we had to figure that out on our watches. That was kind of a chore. Make sure you just do that before your park day. And then on your Magic Mobile pass, on your Apple Watch if you're using it, set your default pass to your 
card because it, my son's was still in there from our last trip and I could not get it out of my phone. I was in the park trying to do it. And it was that I didn't realize it was the default one. And so I kept trying to scan in. Anyway, these are, you just want to do, you want to sort all this out before you're in the parks. Yes. I have something to add to that. Um, if you somehow, did I mention this on the last episode? I can't remember. But Is if you like, well, no, it was about when we got the upgrade at the Dolphin. They, oh, yeah. it's somehow unlinked our reservation. And so when I went to check in for early Epcot, they wouldn't let me in. I had to go to like the window and they'd have to sort it mm -hmm. all out and add it all back on. So that's a pain. I heard that. So just like, those are just things to like keep in mind. Like if any of those things happen. And then I also saw somebody who I follow on Instagram that is in the parks pretty often say that like some of those, um, like not Disney, not official Disney hotels. So probably like the Marriott's, but also maybe some of like the good neighbor hotels. Cause mm -hmm. do they also get 30 minutes early too? Some, yeah. Uh, not all the good, not the official Walt Disney World ones do. I can't remember if good neighbor do. Well, and I think she was just saying like, if it's not an official Disney hotel, just to like, just double check before you go. Cause they have a yeah. tendency to get unlinked. Yeah. So good advice quickly i just want to share a few little things from each park so we started at epcot rode guardians twice got two new two new wait one new song we got flock of seagulls i ran <laughs> we hadn't I had. had that one okay yeah that one was fun and then we got um conga again which we really like so that was fun so we still haven't had tears for fears gonna have to go back and write it again someday and so our goals were ride Guardians twice, go to Club Cool, ride Spaceship Earth, and do the Disney Visa photo op. So we did all those things. I went to Club Cool. I liked the Beverly. What? What's wrong with you? Yeah. I don't. It's just, it was, there was a different one I hated that tasted like barbecue sauce. Did you like the cucumber one? Did you try that? It was the cucumber it was spray. Oh, that was my favorite. I really okay. liked trying those. That was really fun. Yeah. I can't believe I've never done it before. It is fun. And then we rode Spaceship Earth. I'd never ridden it before. My husband had when he was young. And we really feel like we missed something, taking our kids on that. I think my boys especially would have loved it. Yeah, I was surprised to see you say that you had never done that before. What a great ride. Yeah. Highly recommend. Good one. And then the Disney Visa photo op, also recommend. Uh, rope drop it if you can, which just means get there you know, between 1230 and 1245. I was one of the first people in there. And there were, it's a surprise character every time you go. Mm -hmm. I got Pluto and Minnie, but someone said the day before it was Mickey and Goofy. So you never know who you're going to get. And um, it's just a nice short line. You just know that you're going to get in there. It's going to go fast. It's going to have surprise characters. And, and it's um, going to be one of like the traditional characters, right? Yeah. Well, it's not going to be so. like some random... It's going to be like Mickey or Minnie or Goofy. I mean, Pluto. from from the few examples I have, yes. Yeah, I kind of think that they stick with them, which is fun. Because those are the ones that are harder to find yeah. sometimes. And then you can, well, I will just say Mickey, every time I've been at Epcot, Mickey seems to be right there in that theater by Figment. Oh, okay. He shows up in that lobby. I mean, I've gotten my picture there with him once but he's been in there multiple times when we've gone in so if you want to get your picture with mickey check there in that theater by the figment ride 
he's there a lot it's been my experience so anyway if you want a, the if you want an easy way to qualify for this photo op open the chase checking account which right now <laughs> right now if you open a chase checking and uh savings account and fill all the fulfill all the requirements it's a 900 dollars bonus it's pretty good i don't know why i haven't done that yet i mean i have one so I, but i think it's in my name so i think my husband could do it yeah i know maybe so, you need to yeah and it comes with a disney debit card you just have to request specifically a Disney debit card, and then um, you just show it at the parks, and it'll get you into the photo op. And I think this is new, but tell me if it's not. I just scanned my Magic Mobile, and the photo was immediately in my photo pass. Yeah, they show up right away. Um, but did you purchase them? They're free. You don't oh, have to are. buy these. Oh, that's You do great. not have to buy these. That's great. I immediately downloaded it and put it in my newsletter. That's awesome. Fun, right? Yeah, I need, I don't know why I've never done that. Yeah. Now you know. More so then to go back. Yes. Um we and we'll put a link for that Chase checking account in the notes. Um okay. we hopped at 1:30 to Animal Kingdom. My understanding is that's when you can get on a bus to go to another park. 1:30. Okay. And um, we scanned in at, I think, 155. And I asked everyone, what's the earliest you can scan in when you park hop? And it got hilarious answers. It's there, People were like, 145, 147, <laughs> 148. So I don't know, 145-ish you can hop. Okay. We I've, wanted to I've go to Nomad rumors... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, oh. I've heard rumors that that's going away. Soon, oh, that you, maybe. you can go at 11 soon? You can hop at 11? Yeah, or that they're going to remove the restrictions, which would be nice. It would be nice, because we would have been able to go to all four parks, but oh well. Um, we wanted to go to Nomad Lounge, but the wait was 40 minutes. So right. instead, we went over and walked on Everest. Low-line nice. day, you guys. No, no Genie Plus. We love Everest. So we rode it once, and then we went over to Yak and Yeti with my Landry's card. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, you I want, want everyone to know a few things. Refresh us. Refresh our memories okay. on that. If you go onto the Landry's website and join, become a Landry's member, you pay $25 to become a Landry's member. And what you get is a Landry's card with a $25 restaurant credit on it. You also get a $25 credit every year on your birthday month. So remember, this was my birthday month. Oh, yeah. But you can only use one at a time, right? You weren't able to, like, stack those. Yeah, but I tried and I wanted to. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> and he wouldn't let me. I tried really yeah. hard. Anyway, so basically... um, Oh, well, here's one thing I wanted people to know, because some people were asking. You don't have to have the physical card. Okay. You can set up. So you, you don't have to wait for it to come in the mail. No. Well, that's so great. if you're going to Disney World tomorrow, just set up a Landry's account. And as long as you have the app and can show your app, you can both skip the line at, at Yak and Yeti. There wasn't a line when we went because it was, I don't know, two or three on a Wednesday, low crowd day. But if there's a line, you skip the line by showing them your Landry's card. You get the next available table, 
And then you'll also have a $25 welcome credit, or if it's your birthday month, you'll have a $25 birthday credit annually, but you just pay the one time $25 to join. And $25 will get you the popular ahi, not, uh, ahi nachos. Yeah. I've always wanted to try those. Well, they're so good. Yeah, they look amazing. They're so They're like those like good. wonton chips, right? Yes. It's yeah, like an ahi tower and they just put it over wonton chips. Yep, we got that. And we also got kind of a pad thai just dish. It was spicy chicken, I think they called it. It was spicy, if you like spicy. And I got like a some sort of margarita. It was like a kiwi margarita. It was okay. Anyway, that's the Landry's hack I wanted to try. And I successfully did that. I could have gone and tried to use my other $25 credit either at the Rainforest Cafe or the T-Rex restaurant. Uh -huh. FYI. Yes, we didn't, but which... we could have. Okay. I don't know if you can do it the same day. And then we hopped to Magic Kingdom at 5 o'clock. So we didn't do a lot of Animal Kingdom because we wanted to get over to the castle at Golden Hour and take pictures and ride the people mover while it was still daylight. And then we did the Tangled Photo Op, which was... With the lantern? Yes. Did and um, I highly recommend that one. So it's in my photo pass and I just need to purchase it for $16 or whatever. So I'm going to worth it and download it. Yeah, I've really never bought one before. Now's the time. But I want to tell people if you want to do that photo op, you need to be over by the Tangled Tower at 630. And I was one of the first people in line and the line was really long behind me. So prioritize that if you're into it. Um our other goals were getting a coconut pineapple dole whip, which we got and was so good and worth it. Um, we got it at the, what's it called, Ken? Over by the Aladdin ride? Um, Aloha Isle yes. or something. Yeah. Yes. So um, that was excellent. I did not know fireworks are at 8.15 at Magic Kingdom. And they are always at 9 at Disneyland. And so... If you're a Disneyland person, the fireworks at Magic Kingdom start at 8.15. So I was crowdsourcing and asking everyone on Instagram, where should I watch the fireworks when they started exploding over my head? Which isn't that <laughs> big of a deal. You can see them from everywhere. And yeah. we, we saw them from where we were, which was fine. Um, but you could look for an ideal place. Like I heard it was cool to watch them by the Tangled Lantern. And I probably would have gone back over there. But anyway. Yeah. Um, we, we kind of watched that on our trip too. I we were like over by Splash Mountain trying to get on it one more time before it closed forever. Can't do everything. You can't. Can't be in two places at once. Okay, so do you want to hear about how we got evacuated from a ride? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are the best kinds of stories. So yes, I know. This was the first time this has ever happened to me. And I've heard legendary stories. But so my husband wanted to ride Pirates because he'd heard it was different. So we went over, got on Pirates. And right at the beginning of the ride, it broke down. And they said it was because of a water issue. I took a video. 
it was on my stories i'll make a reel later but the water was low there's a line on the wall i think where the water should be oh it was low and i think then if they just pack too many people in the boats it's just the physics of it don't work i guess but basically we were all stuck in there they turned the lights on and evacuated us through a side door and it's really funny because you you kind of have this sense of oh i'm probably gonna have to walk through all these hallways and how are we gonna get out but there's a door right there and you're you realize oh we're just right like outside is right next to where i was just floating around by a pirate (laughs) i don't know it it's surprising to figure out where you are in relationship to the rest of the park when you're so you are on ground level we were Okay, I thought I had heard one time that pirates, like, took you down, like, lower than, like, the street level. Well, Pirates Disneyland does, but I don't think there was a big drop on this one. There's a little one at the beginning. I don't know. I haven't gone down it. I don't think we've gone down it yet. It's right at the beginning. This was right. It was at the beginning that you got stuck. Yeah. Oh, that would be why. Yeah, because so, I'm pretty sure you're, like, it takes you down, like, one level. Does it have, like, the Dead Men Tell No Tales skull? Yes. Talking on there? I don't have a great memory. Well, clearly I don't either, and it just happened to me a week ago. I mean, <laughs> but any, I mean, this, so then we, we get evacuated, and they said, we're going to give you all lightning lanes. And we were so excited because we hadn't ridden mine train yet. But it wasn't a mine train lightning. It was a lightning lane yeah. for certain dumb rides. We used So was it a lightning lane for like anything but the individual lightning lane ones? No, it was even more specific than that because it wouldn't let you ride Space Mountain with it. Oh, okay. So we rode Ariel with our lightning lane. Oh, gosh. That's sad. That was my husband chose that one, but, um, and then we ended up, the whole point was that we wanted to ride mine train and the line is of course, the shortest it ever was is 45 minutes. And so that bad. Yeah. That wasn't until after 10 that it went down to 45 minutes. And so we went over at 11 we rode Space Mountain at 11. It had just opened after being closed for a while. So we were the, some of the first ones on. And then we went over to Mine Train and rode it twice. Great ride. Too short. Love mm-hmm. the line. Really fun queue. Um, and then that was it. And honestly, I, I mean, I think we rode 13 rides that day. But half of them were in the extended evening hours. Because, you know, there's no lines. But I was so delirious by that time that I sort of wished really we had are. just purchased the lightning lights and ridden it earlier. It's a trade-off. <laughs> I Guys, still can't believe I don't we survived. Know if I would do it again. <laughs> I know it. I know. And you were coming from the West Coast. You should have been okay. kind. I'm going to tell you what I would do next time. Okay. Do it on the first day? Yeah. Okay. I would get... Sorry, I didn't um, mean to... <laughs> Yeah, no, you read my mind. I would get convention twilight tickets the day we flew in. Yeah, and I see. Then you could take your red eye, take a nap, check in your hotel early, take a nap, and then still do all those things. This is my next. 
this is my next amazing hack. Yeah, that's what I would All do. Right. Okay. Um, because those are really late. Also, I just want to say that I wore a skirt and I regretted it because Tell me why. well, I should have had something on underneath the skirt, like Spanx or something, because it's really hard to get on carousel the space mountain uh, i was uh -huh. just trying not to flash people the whole time That's funny do you know so. what's funny i have a blog post about what moms should wear to disney and, and? that's in there wear bike shorts it's if you're smart. gonna wear a dress or something where i should have read your blog you should have <laughs> are we even friends <laughs> i know i'm a very bad friend so uh, well, yeah now you know at disney wrapped it up um slept in the next day and then had a pool day at the dolphin beach which was wonderful spent like 50 dollars on eating by the pool you know just ordered food worth it um and then we got into the mco club lounge which is always a roll of the dice um i know it is notoriously a pain to get into but it, it sounds like you've had some decent luck recently I've personally been in there twice. I think about 50% of the time there's a waiting list. And if you didn't mm -hmm. show up early enough, then you never get in because you're on your flight leaving. Yes. But um, we checked in one time two hours before and they put us on a list and we got a notification yeah. as we were boarding our flight mm -hmm. <laughs> that it was that we could go in now. Nice. Thanks, yeah. but no thanks. I know. But that's through the Venture X priority pass that you can get into that lounge if it's available love that card we'll yes. put the link in the show notes yep still my favorite card for families yeah who want to get into airport lounges it's a good that's one right. that's it kim right, and i don't i don't have don't another have trip, trip planned. planned well i have disneyland tokyo and hong kong but it's not till october oh my goodness and perhaps disneyland with me I'm Maybe. definitely going to Disneyland with you in November. November. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Points and miles trip. All right, Sam. Well, until next time, I guess. Okay. Kim and I love bringing you Disney content every week. Thanks for showing your support by using the credit card affiliate links in the show notes. It costs you nothing and means everything to us. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode of the Disney Points Podcast, where we'll unpack another way to save on your next Disney vacation. See you real soon. Music